Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are we ready? Ready with dance, dance, dance with my hands. Revolution. Dance, dance. Hi, it's Brittany. And Windsor. And you're listening to Thanks, I Hate It, a weekly social, a bi-weekly social commentary podcast where two friends shoot the shit about social issues, throw shade at unsuspecting targets. Today it's us. It is us, um, and we expected this to happen, mm-hmm. and have intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Clink, mm-hmm. clink. Clink, clink. And what an episode to have when I'm doing a dry January. Are are you still on that? I, from alcohol, yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. So uh, I'm raw dogging this episode. And life. Mm -hmm. At this moment. But never fear. February is just around the corner. Never fear. The struggle bus is here. Let's go. So today we're going to be talking about intrusive thoughts. We're going to give you a little bit about what they are, a little bit about what they are not. Some information on TikTok. We're looking at you, TikTok. Some information on how it overlaps with um some really big set of words that Windsor used. A little bit of neurobiological disorders. Neurobiological disorders. And then maybe we'll like end this by shoving some of our intrusive thoughts into your brain holes. And you're you're welcome for that. You're welcome for that. Because I mean, honestly, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably just as mentally ill as we are. So you are, and so come commiserate. Your Zans ready? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of weed, so you can kind of ponder oh, the ponderance. Oof. All right, but let's get into it. So yes. I'm going to bring us in. I'm going to tell us a little bit about what intrusive thoughts are and what they are not. So intrusive thoughts are thoughts. Hey, oh, yep. no. <laughs> that, that, that they are. They are. And according to the Anxiety Depression Association of America, they pop into people's minds, their heads, whatever you want to call it, out of nowhere and generally cause a great deal of distress, anxiety, fear, etc. Um, these thoughts can come in, into your head in the form of words, images, anything that is going to trigger a stress reaction out of you mm. that comes into your head and may leave just as quickly, but likely that you dwell on 
we're going to call an intrusive thought. So Mm -hmm. intrusive thoughts are actually something that people work very hard to try to keep out of their minds. I, and I was thinking about this while I was writing my notes, I will literally, like, if I have one, pick that shit up and throw it away. Like, I... People I have to immediately stop like because the second stop. I allow my brain my to focus on it mm-hmm. I am now fucked up for days like exactly out of commission yes ma'am. out of yes, commission ma'am. especially yes, those ma'am. ones about the kids Ugh. I can't talk about it so, yeah that's ones um, I do not get into detail about <laughs> and here's the thing um these things come into people's heads and there is an immediate beginning of work to get them out of people's Mm -hmm. heads it's an immediate trauma response exactly and that is why they're considered to be intrusive so according to the um anxiety and depression association of these here united states some unwanted intrusive thoughts consist of repetitive doubts about relationships decisions Mm -hmm. large and small sexual orientation and identity intrusions of thoughts about safety religion death or worries about questions that cannot be answered with certainty like is there a god this is a question so basically the ponderance when you ponder when you think when you um are elevated to another spiritual plane Mm. those are intrusive thoughts um not the cute ones because we're over here thinking about the existence of god just saying (laughs) listen i don't make the news i just report it baby girl you don't make the rules Period. Um, according to Harvard Health Publish, which is basically the um, publishing entity of the Harvard Medical School, i.e. fancy, approximately 6 million Americans are impacted by intrusive thoughts. Um, that means that of all of the people in these here United States, look so many people there are. A lot. Um, many. Too many. I know that's right. In the United States. There are... million persons in the United States. So 6 million of those people are impacted with intrusive thoughts, which is really sitting with me right now because I definitely thought there were one, fewer people in the US and two, more people that experience intrusive thoughts. This is where TikTok gets me fucked up because it brings things that are literally for me and it makes me think that other people, like a wide range of people are dealing with it. It's all lies. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're on the mentally ill side of TikTok because this isn't trending. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So also, according to Harvard, there are certain factors that let you know that your thought is intrusive and that we should only view that thought as such. So one, the thought is unusual to the individual. And I give an example. Oh, my gosh. So I am outwardly kind of a bitch. I'm very like stone faced. I with people I don't know, obviously. Fuck off. Um, etc. I'm very like outwardly stone faced, but I will have intrusive thoughts sometimes of me purposely making people cry. And that shit kills me every time I like it's in my head, like circling. Same. And I'm just like, no, I would never do that. It makes because, like it makes me yes. so fucking like sad. everyone thinks i'm like a complete bitch but then i'm like i'll give them the shirt they're like oh my god you're like the nicest mean person i ever met exactly. like, because i'm kind i'm not nice i'm kind and yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first one it, it has to be distressful to that individual so there are some people meet that are mean in the world and 
they really do like making other people cry. So if they I mean, have look that at the thought, GOP. I know that's right. They are one big intrusive thought. They're and... what happens when you <laughs> act on your intrusive thoughts. They're what happens when you act on somebody else's intrusive thoughts. Mm. Hey, oh, I think I should be president today. And <sighs> here we are. Anyways, so if, about if those some... gas stoves. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> But if it's stressful for that individual that is having the thought, it is intrusive. Next, we've got the thought is bothersome to the individual. So I, oh my God. So I have, what is it? Tripophobia, tripophobia? Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's the, it's the D-D-D-D-D's, right? Yes. So I have it. I will literally vomit. I'm not going to tell you anything like weird. Well, it is weird. I have it. Um, I saw a picture a couple of years ago. I'm, I will not read the description because I also didn't know you had it. Um, and so I wouldn't have said this had I known it. Um, no, it's fine. I just, this, mm-mm, uh, mm-mm. like I couldn't do that American Horror Story, mm-mm, that American mm-mm. Horror Story ep- season. Absolutely not. No. Anyways, I do have it. And now we know Winter has it too. This is like new news for me. I love it. I love Your our candy new news. triggering. It. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> I have, I saw this picture in 2015 where they basically done something. It was fake news. It was a fake picture. It was Photoshopped. It doesn't matter. All of these years later, I still think about this picture in an intrusive thought motion. And this is where I, right before we started recording, we were talking about how we didn't go into things. Like I went down this rabbit hole. It is distressing me. Um, It is cycling in my head and quite disgusting. Um, I don't know, but it is something that is bothersome to me and that I now have on repeat in my head. It's like when you listen to your favorite song over Mm -hmm. and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like when, like whatever embarrassing thing happened to you when you were like 12 at school and you wanted to die and you think about it, rant pops into your head and you get embarrassed all over again that's intrusive thoughts like the time I told my second grade teacher that uh I called her mom and everybody laughed at me and every now and then I'll still just get that like yes or the time that all of my friends were sitting on a folded up cafeteria table it was the last day of school or it wasn't folded up didn't you and I sat on it and it fell down and everybody laughed I want to laugh right now I know it's okay but it's the I get into the space where I think about how I felt in that moment. And that's when mm-hmm. it's bothersome. Cause I'm just like, Oh yeah. my God, I was mortified. Like, and yeah. That normal thoughts are, Oh my God, can you believe that this happened to me? It's so funny. Now that I look back at it, the intrusive part is the you're back into your emotions at that time. Yep. Um, also intrusive thoughts are hard to control and mm-hmm. they just come out of nowhere or they repeat as they tend to do in my head. So I'm still thinking about the image that I had to search to for this picture that I saw on Facebook in yep. 2015. And I will likely be thinking about it until I am blazed out of this world. Um, mm-hmm. Next, the thought is identified by the thinker as intrusive thoughts. So as persons that have intrusive thoughts, um, we know when our thoughts are being intrusive. That doesn't always mean that it's okay and that we can make it better, but we're aware. Yeah, we know that it's not us. We know that 
when we have that thought to just, you know, drive off the bridge, it's not us wanting to drive off the bridge. It's just like that brain part of you that's just like, oh, what would happen if I did that? Mm-hmm. Is that the who? <laughs> yeah, there you go. that's the difference. <laughs> You know, it's not, we're not sewer slidal. We just have those thoughts of what would we're happen not if we were slidal. Nope. Nope. Um, additionally, there are categories to intrusive thoughts. So these, there are six categories that you're most likely to ex- experience an intrusive thought in. Obviously there will be outliers somewhere in there. Please, if you are an outlier and you don't have one of these six categories, do not tell us what your intrusive thoughts are about. Tell your therapist. Tell your therapist. Tell your psychiatrist, don't tell us because we've already got our own problems. Yeah, because then we're going to have your problems too. And that's not fair to put your problems on someone else. Exactly. So also I am having an intrusive thought right now that I have shingles. So I don't. That's the tea. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Contaminate because you read that one about contamination. Which is number five on my list. (laughs) And I'm pretty Um, sure we're on the same website. Um, Yeah, you're on GoodRx Health. I was. Um, number one, <laughs> self-harm. Um, usually if I'm having an intrusive thought, it's about myself and all the ways things can go wrong. Yeah, like um, driving yourself off a bridge. Number two, harming uh-huh. others. Um, if that's your, you know, your vibe, your intrusive thoughts vibe, you know, we feel for you. A lot of them are sexual. Um, and that can be a run the gamut of sexuality. Yeah, it's usually be... pretty much anything that is usually considered taboo, either by yourself or society as a whole. And or just ever sexual. want to act on them. It and is I just will... that they are there. Exactly. And one of the things um, that I read was that this woman, she would literally just every time she was in a room, she would just start having thoughts about having consensual sex with all of the people in the room, despite the fact that it was completely inappropriate. She was there with her spouse. And so sometimes it doesn't have to necessarily, it's taboo in the sense that she shouldn't be fucking they, everybody, yeah. but it wasn't something that she wanted. And again, it was something that came into her head. It caused her distress. And that's where um, it went for her. Religious blasphemous things that again are very taboo people are very um emotional about so if i am at like a catholic pre no 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 a catholic person they act on it okay yeah. there's a difference woof if i am a catholic person and maybe i go to church and i start having blasphemous thoughts about jesus um and these can cross lot like not just lines but like you can have a blasphemous thought about Jesus that's also sexual. Like these things, they don't have to necessarily stay in their own lane. Um, so there's that. The brain being um, health stupid. And contamination. Exactly. The brain. Well, our brains are so messed up. Health and con- health fears and contamination. I literally just told you guys that I'm on a roller coaster where I believe I have shingles. Here's the tea. I don't have shingles. Um, but the thought keeps coming up. You would know if so, you had shingles. I would know. I've had shingles before. I would absolutely fucking know if I had shingles because it would be a big goddamn problem. Hey, girl, hey. Okay. Um, and self-doubt, mistakes, um, previous events that were very, very distressing um, to the individual. I.e. that table falling. Mm-hmm. I was... I will never get over that. And that happened yeah. in like the third grade. 
or when you just like are you as an adult you did something or you said something that made a bad impression and you know as a neurodivergent that's like the worst thing you could do and then random nobody cares anymore that person probably doesn't even remember you exist and years later you'll sit there in bed and you'll be like i can't believe i did that at three o'clock in the morning yep at the witching hour god damn it three o'clock in the fucking morning so that is the you know just a brief overview of what intrusive thoughts are if you want more information about intrusive thoughts talk to your doctor (laughs) we are not psychiatrists or psychologists or therapists or social workers or anything like that um now we're going to talk about what intrusive thoughts are not because this is the one that it pisses me off that we even have to have the conversation so intrusive thoughts are not intentions they're not things that the individual wants to think about and or do in their real life in the real world this is evident because the thought brings distress in some Mm -hmm. form as opposed to euphoria and or relief yeah there's a trauma response there is a trauma response it feels like a trauma bond with the fucking Mm -hmm. intrusive thought like i can't Mm -hmm. get rid of you you can't get rid of me bitch Nothing about intrusive thoughts is what the individual wants. In fact, many people are embarrassed, ashamed, and irritated by their intrusive thoughts. They Mm -hmm. are very, very, very upset by them. People with intrusive thoughts aren't having a good time. It's not fun. Um, And Windsor, you did bring up the girl. I I couldn't find her exact TikTok, but there was a young woman on TikTok who discussed some of the intrusive thoughts that she has and she's hella brave for it too she's very brave for it um shout out to you random girl who might i couldn't find your fucking tiktok but i'll I'll find it Mm, whatever anyways one of the things that she discussed is that she has intrusive thoughts about pedophilia and or pedophilic actions i will actually say that pedophilic actions is where she is she will have these intrusive thoughts and because she cannot control them and they are not things that she wants it is something that causes her great distress when it pops into her mind and here's the real tea you guys a number of people that have intrusive thoughts have those types of intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. it is it's very, very it's pretty common in that it's pretty common and it's pretty distressing yeah and so and the difference between a pedophile a person who experiences pedophilia and a person who has intrusive thoughts about pedophilic actions is the one wants to act on it and the other knows it's wrong. It causes trauma, but your brain, because we are so engrossed by all this, honestly, this ridiculous, horrible media and things happening all the time that it just randomly pops into your head. It's there And she talked about some of the distress that she felt as a result, but it was literally the fact that she even said anything because most people would not. Nope. And it doesn't mean that most people would want to engage in those actions. It's because it is very distressing to have those thoughts come into your mind. Um, I read another thing about how there was a mother and she wasn't going through postpartums or anything along those lines, but she would still have images pop into her head of harming her children and this is very distressing because these are children that she loves Mm -hmm. with all of her heart and soul and so for those of you who don't experience this imagine that like put yourself in those shoes 
you've got this thing that you love so much, but your brain isn't telling you to do these things. It's not forcing you in that direction, but it's definitely putting it in there. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's like putting an image you. in your head. Exactly. And then once you see that flash of that image, now your brain is like, oh my God, I can't believe it I holds about that. on but tight it, yeah. to it. And because you were so but it can't hold on to my fucking keys, but it could hold on to that. Literally me. I lose my wallet and my keys once a fucking week. I can't hold on to those, but I can hold on to the feeling of these fucking actions. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out of here. So additionally, intrusive thoughts themselves are not mental illnesses and or any type of like neurodivergent diagnosis or anything like that. Um, I, I wrote in here that they're not always an indicator of mental illness, but the fact that only 6 million of us are dealing with it, I'm just going to retract that whole statement. Um, oftentimes you'll hear about intrusive thoughts in relation to like obsessive compulsive disorder. And with that, basically the person suffers an intrusive thought and then they'll likely do something physical or whisper something to themselves. They'll have some type of behavioral reaction to try to appease that that the thought germs. to maybe get wash it hands, go wash away. Hands, wash hands, wash hands, wash hands, wash uh, hands. Like you're, you have to, like I said, like the germs. People who obsessively compulsively wash or clean or sanitize, that's caused by intrusive thoughts. Or who can't eat um, taco, or not taco, nacho cheese out of a jar because once it looked like that something that really grossed me out and now I can't eat food, not her doing her head with me, um, out of a yes. fucking jar. <laughs> yep. And so it's Can you eat like it if you pour that. it out? No, I can't like mm. I can't eat that. I can't eat apples from the store. Like my the food I can eat gets very thin because like I'm so fucking stressed out about food all the time. Then girl, how you big? Because the food I can't eat is horrible for you. Is bad for me. Because <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, I don't ever I was like, I don't even eat that much. How am I so fat? Well, bitch, yesterday you um Oh my god, me and Issa went to Taco Hell yeah, uh Thursday, right? Or yeah, Thursday. Mm -hmm. Literally, we sat there waiting forever for this food. And then he was like, here's the first bag, here's the second bag. And I'm like, Issa, he didn't even ask us what kind of hot sauce we wanted. He's like, here's the first thing of hot sauce, here's the second thing of hot sauce, here's the third thing of hot sauce. Sure. He's like, anything else? Like, I want you to that is why I am get fat. It together. <laughs> Now, I ate Saturos on Friday. I thought about Saturos all day as an intrusive thought, but I acted on that motherfucker. Because that brought so you it joy. was really a want and not an intrusive thought. But yes, that is, um, you know, just a little bit of information on intrusive thoughts, what they are and what they are not. Okay. Hey, so I am going to continue the OCD conversation um, and kind of discuss a little bit about intrusive thoughts and neurobiological disorders, which do include ADHD, autism, OCD, anxiety. Those are all neurobiological disorders. I love so it. We don't, it's not necessarily neurodivergency, just it's neurobiological because it's hormones. <laughs> Dopamine is a big one for ADHD. Dope. Uh, don't do dope kids. Crack so, a slap, kiddos. 
<laughs> so, you know, as me and Brittany are both learning uh, more about the way that our brains function personally, uh, we're learning more about the overlaps of like ADHD, autism, and OCD. And so this is purely speculating from two years of psychology courses. Um, I kind of wonder if those things are all overall part of the autism spectrum disorder. And this is why. Um, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, can affect anyone, but research suggests that autistic people may be more likely to experience it. What? Uh, yeah. ADHD and OCD are among the most commonly diagnosed neuropsychiatric disorders um, and have substantial comorbidity rates at about 30% comorbidity. That's incredibly high. And not only that, the two enhance the symptoms of each other. Thanks. Oh my God, Windsor, I just looked at this thing you sent me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was mean, about to you. talk about it. So I have a Venn diagram. And it, when I tell you that it's pretty much a circle, let's talk about it. Not for real. So it's a Venn diagram of the three circles as ADHD on top, OCD on the left, and autism on the right. So in the center, a big old fat center where they all meet is insomnia, skin picking and hair pulling, intrusive thoughts, executive functioning difficulties, sensory differences, high rate of depression, anxiety, eating disorders, self-harm, substance abuse, and GI issues. The GI issues is where I started. Yep, because this is all... This isn't, you know, something we hit our head and, you know, our personalities changed. No, this is something that is caused by hormones and different things in our head, the way that our brain is uh, synapsing with each other. That is what's causing this. So, uh, for, and then you have the part that overlaps with OCD and autism is repetitive behaviors and thoughts difficulty tolerating uncertainty, risk avoidance, and craves routine and familiarity. Mm, amen, girl. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously we know the, the, the other stuff, but so when I tell you this is almost a circle and with intrusive thoughts being the center of it this is also why there is so much misdiagnosis and underdiagnosis in the community especially in women and especially with people of color like that it is like for if you if you were ever diagnosed with borderline personality disorder mixed with autism i mean sorry mixed with ocd mixed with generalized anxiety disorder more likely than not you have autism 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 and i think that autism. once we start to kind of like deplete the stigmas of these we will be in a much better place as a society to accept these and get treatment for these and just uh -huh. be able to overall function better so this is also some more hypotheticals. So like ADHD used to have two subtypes, ADD, which is the attention deficit disorder, non-hyperactive and ADHD, which is, which is with hyperactivity. And 
as science progresses, we see the hyperactivity isn't always outwardly visible, which is why they took, like, they just added yeah. the, the H and just took out the ADD. So could autism just really be a large umbrella? Like, example, ASD1 is ADHD. ASD2 is ASD. ASD3 is, like, odd ADHD. ADS4 is like a crossover disorder where we have the instances of these overlaps. You have autism, but not OCD. The treatment and the way that you take you uh you treat your intrusive thoughts and you take care take care of your intrusive thoughts is going to be different from someone who is not ASD but only ADHD is mm-hmm. not those but only OCD. Because OCD behavioral uh, cognitive behavioral help um, therapy tends to help a lot, whereas when you have autism as well, e- regardless of how high functioning you are, you got to have a special customized cognitive behavioral therapy for it to work. A show. So, so now that we're gonna we're, we went on that path of let me be your doctor Tuesday. You are my doctor. Also. The four dots. Let's circle back to anxiety. Anxiety. Saying as intrusive thoughts are most commonly associated with OCD. It is also seen in anxiety disorders. When we are anxious, our cortisol level increases and high cortisol is also associated with OCD. Also, uh, high cortisol it help it hinders weight loss in women especially like if you're carrying not me being a fat bitch that can never get rid of my weight you kind of like you know like you kind of look pregnant but you're not that is that kind of weight uh, you know weight retention is usually caused by a high cortisol levels damn Mm -hmm. uh so it is really an anxiety disorder so Oh, I got So, is it really an anxiety disorder, or is it your body reacting to chemical changes in your body brought on by how your brain shh, brought on by how your brain processes things differently? So, people with ADHD and autism, for example, process things differently than a neurotypical person. So, could the the brain, how it's processing that and increasing these overall, like, for example, the lack of dopamine or too much dopamine or too much cortisol or any of these hormones that your body is misfiring. Could that really be what your anxiety is? Hmm. So do you really have generalized anxiety disorder? Or do you have a trauma response to the daily stressors of masking your neurobiological disease mm. or disorder rather mm. mm-hmm. given that all of these start in the brain it's not surprised when we see that that uh diagram have so much overlap and yeah so there was that and so that's really all i have on that i mean obviously i'm we're going to share this um, graph this oh. Venn diagram this Venn circle here I got this circle I got the circle yes she left this whole fucking thing on my plate on my listen my intrusive thought is to eat this all is it, it. intrusive 
So do it. Let's let's talk about some examples. Yes. So one big thing, I'm not going to get into detail because I do know that this triggers people, especially if they do have children. One big symptom, as Brittany talked about, uh, is intrusive thoughts of either harming your child or your child being harmed. So I will spiral sometimes where I will get an intrusive thought that something bad happened to my kids. And like, say they were in a car accident or something. And there have been times in my life, especially when I was not as medicated as I am now. Yeah, girlfriend. So we say that I would not go to work for days at a time and I would not let them leave the house because I, in my head, I saw a car accident. So in my head, the way to deal with that was to prevent it from even being able to happen. Right. You keep them home, then it can't occur. But that's not healthy. It's also not reality. And that's no, the hard it's part. not at all. Um, but thankfully, I am much better now about that. Um, uh, we were talking about contamination and you're talking about shingles. I think the last three years has really shown how intrusive that particular thought can be Mm -hmm. it it, it's rough rough but I mean I already talked about my other examples like throughout the episode so Mm -hmm. let's prepare to uh be traumatized Brittany yes I have some that I wrote down that are they're pretty current or you know recurrent for me so I did talk about my food one um during when I was talking about the nacho cheese, I also cannot eat any like frozen meals or meat that's been frozen. I don't know why. It's just I my mind is telling me that, that there's something wrong with the meat. So I do not eat like, and it has to be like a packaged frozen meal. It can't be like I threw some meat in the freezer. It like literally has to be like a whole. Fr- oh. I can only eat like vegetarian, vegan. Um. So like you you can buy your meat and put it in the freezer. Yes, I can buy it. But if I cannot deal with the fact that this entire little meal was packaged in one factory with some weird flash frozen meat and then together put into a box, shipped to a grocery store and is on the It's expensive anyway, so you're not missing anything. It's so irrational. But I, I have to, if there's going to be a meat in it, I got to do it myself. Like, I cannot eat chili out of a can. That would have been so easy. Got to make that shit from scratch. me up some chili out of a can. Because I'm poor. I so, you know, that chili mac used to be busting. Do it. I will die in my mind. Um, also. Chili mac now. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Sorry, um, that just popped into my head. I'm like, that sounds fucking good as hell. It does sound amazing. It does sound amazing. Um, But I can't eat it. Unless I make it myself, it's distressing. Um, also, the we talked a little bit about self-harm. Like, I love to see us. I don't love. It's intrusive thought. But my brain apparently loves to have this thought. Every single time I see, like, a cement barrier on the road. And this is so <laughs> specific. Trigger warning. <laughs> no, not even that. It's like, I'm going to keep my car straight, but maybe lean my face out the window. Scrape the whole face off. I have this thought. Every time I drive to Orlando, which I'm doing next Monday. So I'll have a mentally ill day. That would be a horrible way to die. Oh, 
Oh, absolutely. But in it, I don't, I never die. I just don't, don't have to do it. Because I would never do it. But it is distressing <laughs> every fucking time. And you guys, I'm on a lot of Zoloft. So that is the only way that I'm like literally Ooh. making it through this conversation. I'm on so much of it. Um, Lots there of is it. no more. There's no nothing higher. So if I get low, I won't be able to get back up. Um, <laughs> that's when we talk, that's when we get the weed. <laughs> seriously. Um also this one's really sad. But I'm already gonna say it. Um <laughs> I love to traumatize myself. I, that I I must be a masochist. But um yeah. recently I had to euthanize my dog. Mm-hmm. Um RIP Spike. He went to be with Jesus. And I and this is how I knew that that moment was very traumatizing for me. There was a moment that I looked at his face right before he died. And that moment plays in my head on repeat over and over and over again. I can't get away from it. Um, it doesn't matter how many pictures I look at or whatever. Well, do you look sad? Is that, huh? Do you look sad? He just looked very tired. So he looked super exhausted. Um, and like that moment, I, the woman was just like, do you need a moment? And I had already started having a panic attack and like crying and putting on my sunglasses and basically running out. Yeah. So, like the most important part was that you stayed until. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like that, he, he was never going to, it was. Like, you know, it was about him in that moment and being yeah. there for him. But once it was done and he was gone, was like, I, I couldn't like, do it anymore. And I when, had to leave. Look, bitch, you got me crying. I'm like, sorry. When, um, I'm sorry. Like when Charles died. Exactly. I see, when I see, um, it's when I had to take his harness for the oh, last time. my God. When I put it away. Yep. Mine's hanging on the spikes is on the fucking door. Like yeah, it took we me like, six months, and when I finally put it away, I don't know when I'm even gonna get there. But like that moment, and it was a serene moment. It wasn't like it was almost like a breath of fresh air. Like oh, he's finally like yeah, he didn't have to fight anymore. Because earlier in the day, this one also sits in my mind. He had gotten so sick that he had started having like nosebleeds, oh. and so that I see. And then, like, the moment he let go. And even though I knew... And it was like, just, it was, he was at peace. <laughs> exactly. Like, I know that, logically. But it doesn't stop me from but being yeah, in that moment. Thoughts, by Const- definition, are not... Are illogical. Oh, exactly. Exactly. That's literally it's the whole point illogical. of them. <laughs> it's a completely illogical thing. But it's still, like, it's something that hurts me emotionally. Like, Windsor, you know, I, like, I'm not a crier. I don't do a lot of that. But it is something that it brings all of my emotion to the forefront and it makes me like a human I think, person. <laughs> I think sometimes though, like our body just kinds of needs to release. So we'll think oh. of something and then it's just, we'll have these out of proportion responses because it's just our bodies being like, mm-hmm. you know what? You've been coop- you've been keeping this inside. Yep. You're literally going to kill somebody. So why don't you get a good cry out? So you go back to being a bad bitch. And that's literally bad bitches what have I bad had days too. to do. Like, I feel like I have never cried that hard in my entire yeah. life. Megan like, said it's okay. And it is okay. okay. And it is okay. But yeah, those are some of my intrusive thoughts. Um, Some other people 
discuss theirs. Um, I got it off of the Mighty website, which I used to love them. Obviously, we talked about pedophilic actions, um, lots of driving into traffic and them dying. Or just walking out in, pa- in traffic. Exactly. Um, one of the ones that I never thought about as an intrusive thought, I literally just thought it was anxiety, was everyone was laughing at me or everyone is talking behind my back. Like, mm-hmm. I never thought of that as an intrusive thought. That also, I think, is a, a common intrusive thought for people yes. who are neurodivergent. And yes, yes. And because that's exactly their brain the doesn't is. process neurotypical uh, interactions. As just way... being interactions. Like, it's yeah, okay. So, so immediately when that that interaction doesn't go the way that they had it scripted in their head. Yep. It immediately is, oh my God, they hate me. Exactly. And that induces a trauma response so that one i never thought about and i was like damn how often do i fucking say that i sound fucking paranoid at this point which i mean let's embrace the paranoia um there was one from a mother and she said she's often she's not suicidal but she thinks about like how much better her kids life would be if she wasn't there okay which that one i was just like whoa the one that really fucks me up that I get a lot is what happened if I died? Like, like what happened if I died today? Like those type of thoughts. And then that just fucks me up for the day. Like, I feel like, I don't know if here's the thing. And this is going to sound fucked up. I've never thought about if I died because I, this is going to sound so You playing Charles? Because I feel like I, you know, I can't die or this shit's going to fall apart. And I can't think about that. But I do think about like, what if Charles, I can't, I can never have a thought about if Jay died because I will die in that moment. Oh yeah. That'll like be my end, but yeah, I exactly. It doesn't matter like, because at that point, like I, life I is exist. over anyway. So fuck it. Um, But like if my spouse died and mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I'd be like, fuck that motherfucker. I fucking hate him. I can't stand his ass. Da, 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 da. But you don't want him to die. But I can't like that. No, that'll fuck me up. Exactly. So it's it's thoughts like that, um, that you know they do make our lives a lot more difficult. Um, also I have a very gruesome one that I can't believe I actually wrote this down on paper, so I'm not gonna say it. Um, but she bad. So I'm going to bring us out with a ponderance to ponder, okay. And obviously I didn't have time to fully research this because yeah, a quick Google search did not help. Uh, because we wrote our notes like an hour before we recorded. So do people who not, who do not have an inner monologue, can they have intrusive thoughts? One, I still don't believe when people say that they don't have an internal monologue. I think that they're all, I don't think that they're all lying. I think they don't understand what an internal monologue is, but like, so, so if, like I, I have pictures in my head as yeah. well as the internal dialogue. And not only can I have two pictures running at the same time and have two dialogues and be singing a song because of ADHD, all those tabs are open. Every single fucking one of them. If, how would, so if they have a picture, so if they see pictures, what is that picture? Just telling them to jump off a bridge? Like just like, oh, what if I did that? the thing now that i'm thinking about this when they see or hear something they don't translate that into their head no 
yeah, like, I I don't, I don't understand how that happens. My gas are flabbered right now. This is yes, fucking like, insane. Not only will I have a conversation with myself in my head, I'll also have a different one out loud with myself. I, they used to like, say you always know you're crazy like when it, you're talking you know, you to yourself out loud. Yeah, and, and you're like, like if you don't get yeah. their ass up and do this shit, oh my god, I hate da, 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 da. And then in my head, I'm like, hey, chocolate rain. Like, <laughs> that's because I have broken brain syndrome. So now that we have gone down this rabbit hole, we I do want to end out by saying that these diagnoses are a are all diagnoses of privilege. Period. Fucking hell. So if you can get on the internet and you have these and you say, you know what, I think that I fit the the uh, diagnosis criteria for autism. I think I fit the diagnosis criteria for ADHD. I think I fit the diagnosis criteria for OCD. Then you know what? Those are valid diagnoses. And as long as you're doing like a cognitive thing with it, if you're figuring out how to better yourself through vitamins or through, you know, just changing your behaviors, that's completely valid. You know, unfortunately, can't get medicinal therapy until you get a diagnosis. But just for an example, you want to know how much my ADHD autism diagnosis cost? $100,000. $2,500. Do you know how much my anxiety diagnosis costs? Shit, she was about to pay me to diagnose me with that shit. I don't know how much it costs because I was diagnosed as a child, as a privileged child. Yeah, well, that's on an involuntary of... stay. Yeah, yeah, that was such a privilege. <laughs> yes, and so autism is the most privileged diagnosis of them oh, all. Oh, and also, it can be a problematic diagnosis to have. You, you could be, you can lose custody of your kids. You can, you can Not be banned from New going Zealand. to. Yeah, you could be banned from going to certain countries, you know, not having a medical diagnosis of autism is okay. Yep. You know, as long as you're doing the best thing you could do for yourself, you know, you could be actually autistic and not have that official piece of paper because that's a very expensive piece of paper. And all that piece of paper is going to do is be like, oh, hey, look what I have. No, it's literally, Leah. Look what I can do. Yeah, it's literally a piece of paper because there's the treatment for autism is symptomatic. And you don't need a diagnosis to be treated for your symptoms. That's right. So that being said, remember, Megan said, bad bitches have bad days too. I know that's right. Don't let them thoughts get you down. You know, having grown up with mental illness literally I had chronic depression since I was two years old yep like so as growing up with it especially as a child a girl of the 90s um we had to figure it out for ourselves and we had to mask and we had to you know figure out how to fit in society by ourselves take advantage of any services you have access to but don't be ashamed if you can't do it that's right. That's right. And remember, don't do it. Don't do it, kids. Don't do it because it's don't not something it. that you want to do. It's yep. just something that popped into yeah. your head. 
yeah this I immediately like if I get it I'll like try to listen to like a podcast or I'll try to listen to some songs or I'll but my brain has tabs so oh, it can still be playing in the background but yes as always guys thank you for listening to this week's episode remember that you're that bitch you'll forever be that bitch drink your water and take your xanax lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Clink, clink. Clink, Good clink. night. <laughs>